So if Lamar Jackson is quarterbacking the Vikings, do they even need a running back? I mean, you know, he can, not only can he let Dalvin Cook go, he let the rest of the backs go. Lamar can do it all. I mean, let's just start planning the offense around him right now. I love it. Why not? Like get you know, and and here's the other thing about it, Jim, is that if you get Lamar Jackson, um, he's probably going to wear number eight. So like the the number of uh, you, all you have to do is make an adjustment if you're a Vikings fan with your Kirk Cousins jersey. Just you don't have to buy a whole new one. Just get a new nameplate over the back of uh, of the Cousins jersey, and you're good to go. I like it. I think we've solved all the Vikings problems in just a couple sentences here. That's what we do here. This is the Viking Update Show. He's John Krasinski from The Athletic. I'm Jim Suhan from The Star Tribune. Also listen to John on The John Krasinski Show, which is our Timberwolves and NBA show. And the Wolves are fascinating right now. Uh, we're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studios. Brandon Morton is our producer. Best way to listen to this show or any show at TalkNorth.com. Subscribe to favorite podcast app. It is free. It's easy. And thank you to our sponsors, Aquarius. TSR Injury Law and Star Bank. All right, so, you know, the first meme I saw of Lamar Jackson wearing a Vikings jersey, I laughed. And not many other people are laughing, I think. I think think Viking fans are fascinated by this. Whether they like it or not, they aren't really dismissing it because, guess what? The Vikings could have extended Kirk Cousins this offseason. Instead, they didn't extend him. Um, Listen, I, I think... The most rational way to look at all this is that uh, the Vikings are just not going to commit to Kirk Cousins until they have to. Uh, they can make their big decision on Cousins next year when they have a lot more, when a lot of more, even more TV money is going to be pouring in, and they can afford to pay him more. Uh, I don't think they want to. I don't think they want to rush to judgment just because he was really good in clutch situations this year. Uh, I think if he plays well this year, they lock him up for a long term deal and move on. But it's a fun it's a fun thing to talk about because Lamar Jackson is a spectacular player and he's incredibly entertaining and he's asked for a trade from the Ravens. Uh, now I think what's going to happen is either the Ravens will just find a way to keep him there next year under whatever deal, or if they trade him, I think the Colts are the logical landing spot. The Colts always are willing to pay, overpay for for quarterbacks. They've been searching for a quarterback since Andrew Luck got hurt. Uh, Ursay loves having a star quarterback in town. That's what makes sense. The Vikings do not make sense to me. But it is a fascinating look at the quarterback market right now. You have a former MVP asking for a trade. You have Rodgers, a multiple-time former MVP, holding up a deal, you know, holding up the Packers and saying ridiculous things that are immediately disproven. And you have Kirk Cousins, who's been, you know, a good player and a good soldier coming off his probably his most impressive season in terms of leadership and winning. And he's not getting a long-term deal. And there's no way to not speculate about it. And here, and I'll just, you add this little wrinkle too, Jim, and it, it's going to sound a little weird, but for me, when you look at some of the Vegas betting odds, and the Vikings are the second or third highest odds to get uh, Lamar Jackson. And you say, ah, uh, what do they know? They're just trying to, to spur action and stuff. But a lot of times those odds are not established without an incredible amount of research, without maybe some intel into the situation. And to me, that kind of legitimizes at least let's have a conversation about it uh, more than... Um, if they were considered long, long shots, because in my eyes, 
and I think we agree on this, I think it is incredibly long shot. I don't think that I, if we're just like telling the truth and, 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 and where this thing is going to go, I would be absolutely shocked if the Vikings were the team pre-draft, post-draft, whatever, that swung this major deal for Lamar Jackson. But when they are that high in the Vegas of bettings, it's like, well, what, who knows something? What's going on here? Um, we can let's just start here, though, Jim. Like, let's just like look at why it's at least worth exploring for the Vikings. Um, you know, you know why it's worth exploring, John? Mm. Because it's a slow news week, and we need something to talk. That's tr- that's true, but also he is a twenty-six-year-old right quarterback yeah. who is incredibly dynamic and. This is like this. It, it, this is such an interesting conversation to have in in my mind. If you're just juxtaposing Lamar Jackson and Kirk Cousins, right? Because if you want to just talk quarterback throwing the football, like there's a good argument you take. Hey, I'll take Kirk Cousins over Jackson in terms of whether it's you know just steadiness, consistency of throwing, just the physical act of passing a football down the field. Um, you, Kirk Cousins has done a lot of great things, especially last year. But Lamar Jackson, uh, with the running aspect of it, he's also kind of, I think, underrated as a, as a passer. But mo- most of all, you know, you can strip away all of the 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 bells and whistles of Lamar Jackson and things and the in the YouTube highlights and all of that. He just wins a lot of games. Like he wins a ton of games as a quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens with not great receivers around him at any point in his career. Kirk Cousins has sort of more of the conventional, um, you know, drop back quarterback skill set and is maybe more impressive just as a purely accurate thrower of the football down the field. But he doesn't always win a lot of games. Um, But prior to last year, he's kind of always been in the, you know, in, in the right around 500, a little bit of, a little bit above. Um, and, and so you wondered, can this like idealistic thrower of the football win you games, especially when you games in the playoffs and Lamar Jackson, meanwhile, um, is unconventional as a quarterback, but so dang explosive and has an incredibly high winning percentage. And so that's what I just kind of, it, you put those those two together in the same sentence and it's just it's really interesting to look at how the 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 different ways um that a quarterback can look um and um and it's just it, it's it's incredibly interesting to me to think about cousins as you said a more accurate passer uh mm-hmm. no doubt about it then but there's some interesting numbers when you look at jackson first of all the Ravens are terrible when he doesn't play. He really yeah. is an MVP. He carries that team. He enables them to do everything they want to do. He makes up for the fact they haven't had star running backs with his legs. Uh, he makes mediocre receivers productive. Um, his record as a starting quarterback in the NFL, 45 and 16. Amazing. Uh, uh, his touchdown to interception ratio, which is to me, it's kind of like in baseball, OPS isn't a perfect stat, but it gives you a really good idea of just whether 
you know, an offensive player's value. Touchdowns to interceptions quarterback is always just a good benchmark stat. 101 touchdowns, 38 interceptions, and that's not including all the touchdowns he's rushed for. So in that way, he's incredibly efficient. Uh, he has he has carried a franchise where Cousins always always felt like the guy you get who plays the position well but doesn't necessarily carry the franchise. Here here's one interesting aspect of this debate. Uh, we are talking about Kevin O'Connell coming from the Sean McVay school. Sean McVay wants a pocket passer. Mm-hmm. He didn't trade for somebody like Lamar Jackson. He traded for Matthew Stafford. Uh, he traded – Matthew Stafford probably isn't that much better than Jared Goff, but he was at that time a little bit better. And McVay thought, if I just get a little bit better pocket passing out of that position, I can do something with that. Does Kevin O'Connell even want a runaround, make things happen mm-hmm. quarterback uh, who is going to play the game a little more, a little less conventionally? Or does he want – Cousins or a better versions of Cousins to run his offense as it is prescribed. It's that see, and and that is where I think we get to the, the thing that convinces me more than anything that that this is not going to happen. That the Vikings aren't really all that interested in it. Is that um, when you get Lamar Jackson? And the Ravens have done an unbelievable job at this. Outside of I wish they would get him better receivers, but. What what they have done is they've completely built their offensive system around Lamar Jackson, like and smartly, like he's he's that talented. It's good. They have they have designed their offense to fit all of the strengths that Lamar has uh, and minimize the weaknesses. Kevin O'Connell, I think, is more of a this is my system that we run, let's go find players to fit that system. And certainly Kirk Cousins fits what he wants as a quarterback in that drop back mode, a very accurate, very efficient passer, a strong arm can go down the field, can, can, can swing it out to the flats, can do make all of the throws, all of those things. And, and so like, I, I just get the, the impression that Kevin O'Connell is incredibly confident that, he has the right system to be successful in the NFL, and he he won a Super Bowl there with that system. And so that's why I think that you know he looks at Kirk Cousins as this guy really fits it. Um, and if they need to eventually get a quarterback that is going to be here for the long term, and that it isn't Kirk Cousins eventually, two or three years down the road, um, I would. I would tend to believe that they would lean more toward getting another quarterback who they think fits better in this system and would not require them to completely alter their scheme and their approach the way that Lamar Jackson would. And so, um, you know, the the other thing too that I want to be sure to mention that is in Kirk Cousins' favor is he's incredibly tough. He is out there every single game. You can rely on him to be there. Lamar has gotten hurt a few times and it's just his style of play. It, it, it does open th- that the risk up that he could get hurt again. Um, and if you do get, if he does get injured and you have to bring in another quarterback into a system built to make Lamar Jackson succeed, um, it's harder to replicate that success. So, 
Cousins is out there every single game. You can just rely on that. And I think that is a very underrated quality to have. And one thing that they really value about Kirk Cousins as well. We are coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studios. Want you to know more about Aquarius Home Services. Is winter ending? Spring coming? It's a toss-up. But at Aquarius Home Services, we know your furnace has been working hard, and we know warm weather will come. That means it's the perfect time to take care of any furnace or air conditioner concerns. At Aquarius, our goal is earning the right to be recommended, and that starts by providing amazing professional service and no surprise upfront pricing. And that includes $98 off any furnace or air conditioner repair. Visit us today at AquariusHomeServices.com. Also happy to continue working with TSR Injury Law. They sponsor the John Krasinski Show and other shows across our network. All you need to really know is the number is 612-TSR-TIME. If you were injured, just call that number, 612-TSR-TIME. Uh, they will not charge you unless they win your case, and they win a lot of cases. That's why they have built such a great business. That's why they can be involved with so many sporting entities across the state, including Luckily for us, Talk North, 612-TSR-TIME. Also want to remind you that big banks aren't the only ones with mobile apps and convenient financial services. I'd like to tell you about StarBank. StarBank is an independent community bank in Minnesota. They're family-owned and treat customer relationships as a top priority. You're not a customer number at StarBank, and they have no call center. It's just banking how it should be, a throwback to the good days. Mobile app check, convenient services, you got it. Check out StarBank for yourself. For deposits and lending solutions, work with the local community bank that cares, StarBank. .net member FDIC and equal housing lender and here's here's to me why I haven't taken this very seriously um, cousins you know we can play the system uh, he makes a lot of money but you don't have to expend any assets to keep him here other than dollars uh, and you can probably get him at what in the current market with Deshaun Watson being overpaid and all kinds of other quarterbacks being overpaid wouldn't be that onerous a contract. If you want Lamar Jackson, you are trading probably multiple first round draft picks or uh, some massive package of draft picks. Then you got to sign him to the big lucrative long-term deal. And he probably wants something like Deshaun Watson money. And then as you noted in the last segment, then you have to hope after investing all of that in a quarterback that he can stay on the field and be healthy. And to me, even though I love Lamar Jackson as a quarterback, I love his leadership. I love his results. I love a style of play. I love watching a, an athletic quarterback. It's just way too much risk for me. Yeah. I, and, and that's understandable. Um, I would say like when I look at all of the elements that it would take to acquire him, um, I, I'm not worried about the draft picks at all. Frankly, um, you, you give up those picks to get, just a megawatt star at the most important position in the league. Good. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do that. But yes, you, when you look at then the money and whatever stress that would put on your salary cap, and then also um, just kind of having to cross your fingers that Lamar is going to be healthy for the entirety of whatever gargantuan contract you give him. Um, that's, that's the big thing, uh, to that, that, that you have to worry about with cousins. You don't have to worry about it. I, you know, from a purely impact standpoint, Lamar Jackson is a much more impactful player than Kirk cousins is. But when you factor in all of the other, uh, kind of ancillary things that come into 
considering a move like this, um, you you do have to really think about how you build the team going forward with both. And um, the way that they have kind of handled Kirk Cousins' negotiations and and situation, I think, has been pragmatic on their part. Um, like you said, if they... Uh, they they can kind of push this this out a year, and if Kirk Cousins continues to play lights out, and then eventually um, leads this team to multiple playoff victories, then you pay him like the kind of like what the Giants did with Daniel Jones. Even though I think the Giants may have been a little premature in paying Daniel Jones, but um, basically it was like, hey, we're not going to worry about um, you know having to pay him too much. Uh, because if he demands it, we will do that. But I still think that there is something in the back of their minds. Of like, okay, last year was great, Kirk. You 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 did a lot of the things that you needed to do to address some of your weaknesses, and we're really happy about it. Now do it again, and if you do it again, then we'll have to reward you. Um, and so I I I, I as long as Kirk Cousins is all on board with this and everything, we still haven't really heard from him. I, I just I think it's a a sensible way to handle that position in the short term at while they are sort of transitioning the roster in many other areas. And um, if you get Lamar Jackson, uh, that that really changes a lot of what you do from an offensive personnel standpoint, from a scheme and system standpoint. And it it, it causes you to really kind of hold your breath and hope that things work out long term with Cousins. He the ceiling is lower than Lamar Jackson, but the floor is probably a little higher in terms of we don't think that he would is as prone to a major injury that would really take him out for a long period of time. And and so the Vikings are seemed content to go that way. And that's why again all of this is probably kind of moot, but. Um, it just is really fun to talk about and think about when you look at the various ways that you can address the most important position in professional sports. A quarterback I have avoided talking about a lot this offseason has been Aaron Rodgers because I just find the drama to be uh, self-perpetuating and self-serving. But we are reaching a point now where it's obvious that if Rodgers is going to play someplace other than Green Bay this year, it's going to be the Jets. Uh, the negotiations ha- haven't, you know, they, they haven't finalized. Whatever, however anybody wants to characterize them, they haven't finalized yet. And we know now that Rodgers <laughs> has no uh, – the, the Packers want nothing more than just to get rid of Rodgers. They don't want him around. He keeps saying things that are absolutely untrue that they have to come out and refute about his willingness to communicate. Uh, he's just a pain in the butt. And – I think the Jets could end up, even though he's, it's an obvious upgrade for them, right? They had a good team with terrible quarterbacking. If they had a good quarterback to that, they should win. It all sounds really simple. I just can't put any faith in Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want him on my team at this point. Yeah, to me, like it, it really comes down to what's the price tag going to be, Jim? Like, um, he is not a player that I would mortgage the farm for at this point because, like beyond the sort of flaky attitude or behavior and the weird things that he says and kind of the, the just like completely out of touch personality that he's had seemed to develop. Um, like how good is he still? 
Like I, that's the question I have. I like, I think he's still a really good quarterback. I think he has a great arm and um, he can still move around and do all that. But like last year, like he was, he was not the same Aaron Rodgers. and maybe the jets will look at it and say, Hey, we have an unbelievable defense. We have some good receivers around him. Like he, this, he doesn't need to be the lights out Aaron Rodgers of, of five years ago. But I think that to this point, over the last couple of years, it has appeared as if, especially last year, that as if Rodgers is declining from a skill set standpoint. And whether that is just age, whether that is, you know what, maybe he doesn't really want to play quite as much anymore. Um, I, that's what I would factor in if I were the Jets and trying to make this decision. Now, uh, maybe they get Aaron Rodgers and maybe he's in FU mode and wants and and gets super focused and locked in and wants to do the Brett Favre Vikings thing and just show everyone that um, that he's still got it. And, and maybe it'll work out beautifully, but this is a risky move uh, by the jets. And so that's why I think the negotiations have been dragging on a little bit longer is they don't want to pay an exorbitant premium for Aaron Rodgers at this point in his career, especially when the Packers have clearly made up their minds that they're moving on and and so uh how they get to a point of the, on the price tag is going to be really interesting and what that looks like because they're they're getting a diminished Aaron Rodgers and so what they end up paying for it, I think is going to factor a lot into how you view the success or failure of what's going to come here and and I think last year was really emblematic he didn't come in to work out with new receivers like Christian Watson. Mm -hmm. uh, he played lousy and he blamed it on other people. I just don't want the dude around. Uh, and I will root against him if he goes that, well, I'll root against him wherever he is. I just, I'm sick of his act. Uh, so it's, so it's very interesting to see Kirk cousins rise. Uh, Cause I always thought Rogers is just one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And he was, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rewrite history. He was a great, great quarterback. One of the greatest of all time. But it, I, I never really thought I'd get to a point where I'd prefer to have Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers, and we are there. Yeah, I'm there too. Absolutely. Um, I just think at this point in their careers, um, with everything that they bring to the table positively and negatively, give me Kirk Cousins 100 times out of 100. We can have a lot more, and we did have a lot more nuanced discussion on Lamar Jackson, and you can make arguments for and against it, and I can see the outlines of an argument say, yeah, let's go do Lamar Jackson. Let's see what happens. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I don't see it. Absolutely at all. Um, I would rather have Kirk Cousins for sure. Yep. Hey, we'll be back soon to start updating the draft and uh, more Vikings moves. We still see what they're going to do. Dalvin Cook and Zedarius Smith. Uh, we're talking here on Wednesday morning. Uh, check out John's John Krasinski show. The Wolves are fascinating right now. And thanks for listening to TalkNorth.com.